The following marketing information and discussion is provided for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as professional guidance or consultancy. You should find an agency for that. Comexis is a digital marketing agency, so feel free to hire us. But otherwise, just enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Buyer's Journey by Comexis, a discussion-based podcast on the ever-changing marketing landscape. I'm Matthew McGordy, the social media content producer here at Comexis. And I'm Josh Lyons, the digital marketing coordinator here at Comexis. Today we are short one of our regular cast members. Uh, Len is incredibly busy at the moment, so me and Josh for the next couple days are going to be taking care of the podcasts. And we have some fun topics to talk about today. We are talking about the purchase stage of the buyer's journey because it is Wednesday, and on Wednesdays we normally talk about the purchase stage of the buyer's journey. And what we're talking about... So, as a refresher, the purchase stage of the buyer's journey is when somebody is purchasing your product, service, etc. Um, and there's a lot that goes into that, you know, how they're buying it, which platforms they're using to purchase, what the product looks like, etc., etc. And today we're talking about a push from certain retailers to get a bigger piece of market share in the pet care category because there's been some changing. Uh, some changes, some shifts in the way that people are actually purchasing products for their pets. Josh, thank you for yawning. You seem very interested in this pet topic. I've never had pets, so... (laughs) Not even at home? No. My brother's been allergic to everything, known to man. So, I mean, pets pets are on the... Are on my list of things. To, Short list. Yeah. Yes, because I would love to have a little a little pet child of my own one day. So. Well, you know what? Now we get to we get to have some nice theoretical conversations yeah, exactly. about buying some stuff. So before I get into what Walmart and Target are uh, doing and announcing and things like that, I'm going to put a couple things into perspective. Uh, Anna Hensel on Digiday wrote a fantastic piece about this. Is where I'm getting a lot of this information. I will link to that in the blog description. But she writes about how millennial shoppers are buying differently than past generations regarding their pets. So in 2017, millennial pet owners surpassed baby boomer pet owners for the first time, according to the American Pet Products Association. And according to a survey from Market Research Institute GFK, more millennial pet owners actually turned to grocery stores instead of PetSmart and Petco to buy their pet food. I am not the same way, though to be fair, my cat now has to be on a special veterinary diet. So that's a little different. Um, but I certainly can see how that would make a lot more sense. I mean, I've, I definitely know as a millennial myself and as somebody who's friends with many people my age, and I'm sure you could attest to this to somewhat, going to one place to get everything you need is more convenient. So yeah. People tend to do it. I mean, that was, that was exactly what I was about to say, where we love, we don't want to go to the extra, spend the extra 30 minutes to go shop at a PetSmart or, or a Petco. If it's there at the grocery store and you're doing all your groceries already, why not pick up what you need for your pets there? Yeah. So, I mean, Absolutely. it makes sense. And, you know, even though we said how I'm not a pet owner, I would like to be a pet owner. And when I become a pet owner, I would like to do it all in one shot. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's fair. Uh, natural and organic pet food are also among the fastest growing segments in the pet food uh, sector. As of 2017, 40% of pet owners bought products online, according to a survey done by market research firm Packaged 
Thanks. Um, in addition, Amazon has built out its pet care and food category with brand partnerships and private label brands. And Chewy.com recently filed to go public two years after it was acquired by PetSmart for $3 billion. Um, as somebody who uh, who has a pet, um, I, I do use Amazon occasionally to buy things. Rarely is it litter or food, mostly because those are needed more quickly. But I bought in a couple things like um like the my cat's bed for example that she doesn't use um i bought that on amazon i bought like bowls and stuff on amazon because i'm there's more variety typically um well here's a question for you so because i'm gonna need a little pet 101 so for these type of products whether it is food if it's litter if it's toys whatever are there a lot of different types of products that you need to get the specific brand name or is it simple enough that you can sort of just pick and choose whatever you want and it shouldn't matter which is why you would go on Amazon like why like why would you need to go to a pet smart when you could just go on and just grab just litter on Amazon like I don't know so it depends like so for example I use a specific kind of litter that I like that works for me in the sense of my cat doesn't mind it it doesn't smell that bad etc etc uh, it doesn't, you know, cause a lot of dust. And the reason you might want to go to PetSmart or something or a Target or a Walmart, as I'll talk about in a minute, over something else is a lot of the times, at least I've noticed, for certain brands, it's harder to buy them on Amazon from an Amazon-specific, like, seller. And by that I mean fulfilled by Amazon, right? So right. I, I can't always get two-day shipping on my cat's litter, but... Do, does that matter to me if I can, on my way home, stop for five minutes at a PetSmart by my house or a Target or something and go pick it up, right? Right. So, while it would be convenient if I could buy it on Amazon, There, I feel like there are certain things that, like, even if you know you're running out of them, it can be... If it's going to take me two weeks to get my cat litter because it's a big thing, right? Mm -hmm. I'd rather just go buy it in a store if they Makes have sense. it, right? Um, but no, I, I think that's a fair point. I mean, for things like food bowls and dishes and stuff like that, unless I'm unless there's one that I specifically saw at a PetSmart that I liked, I'm probably just going to go on Amazon and look at the multiple varieties of whatever I right. can get. So, uh, but speaking of Walmart and Target, so Walmart announced uh, very recently that it's going to be adding veterinary clinics to 79 more stores over the next 12 months. Today it has 21 stores with clinics in them. It also launched its own online pharmacy for pet medications and said that it has added products from 100 new pet brands over the past year to its online assortment. So that's really interesting. Uh, and then Target um, has been offering monthly curated boxes of pet care products and it announced last month that it would allow customers of its shipped delivery service to purchase products through Petco. And Target also struck a partnership with popular direct-to-consumer brand Bark to sell some of its products in stores as well. Um, I've never been somebody who's been super fond of um, curated boxes of pet care products. However, I have, I know a lot of people on social media, uh, both friends and just people have like influencers and whatever that happen to follow that have used them um, and they seem to like them. I think the benefit of those is that there's just fun variety mostly, right? right? Um, yeah, what do you think, Josh? Well, I think those those boxes actually would work for someone like me, where if I were to get a pet and I'm a new owner, um, or even if you're a cat owner and you decide you want a dog, you're not 
used to the same types of products and services that the, the pet needs. So it would be nice over the course of every month or so, they would ship you a box of different products that you might not even think of off the top of your head. That, oh, my dog or cat would love this, or my dog or cat needs this. So I think the, the monthly boxes work well for new for new owners, but then also just owners that don't understand what all like the main products mm-hmm. you might need for, for your pet. But then for the, the direct to consumer brand bark with target, um, that seems, I don't know, maybe I messed that up, but for Walmart, I think it's interesting because, because they're adding actual veterinary clinics in their store that works well for one, the, the, the demographic that likes to go shopping in Walmart for those type of products. But then two, you could, it's a, it's a two way street. Sure. Where you can not only get the products you need for your pets, but also go to the vet and get that done, which I don't know how often you need to take your pet to the vet. It depends normally yearly, but I, well, depending on if they're having any issues. or anything. Right. So I guess it would make sense where, let's say you're an avid Walmart shopper and you go to Walmart all the time to do your pet shopping, you might think in the back of your mind, oh, my pet needs to go to the vet. Why don't I just do that while I'm here or know that the next time that I'm going to get products for my pet, I can already stop there um, or even vice versa. Hey, I need to take my pet to the vet. While I'm there, I might as well go get some more items for them, whether it's the litter or the the toys or food. So yeah, it's, um, it's hard to talk about it, not being a pet owner, but I can see the, a lot of the the grill. Yeah, I know, but I'm thinking off the top of my head where as a pet owner, these things would be more beneficial for me. Um, when it comes down to, you know, what I, what I want and what I need. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I think, um, I think it's it's one more showcasing of Walmart trying to become a one-stop shop um, supported by everything else that it's doing. I mean, we, we've talked a lot about the Amazon effect in the multiple different times we've talked about the purchase stage on the show. And this is one of those things that unless Amazon has physical stores, unless they figure out a way to buy out a set of veterinary clinics or like PetSmart. PetSmart, for example, has a has a partnership uh, or they're owned by or PetSmart owns a veterinary clinic. So sometimes if you go to PetSmart, they'll have a vet clinic right there, right? Um, it's one more thing to sort of solidify their uniqueness and increase their brand while also being convenient. I'm, I'm sure there's people who will go to their vet and be like, okay, well now I need to go get the litter and the food, as you mentioned. Um, I wonder how, I wonder how people will be seeing more dogs and cats in their in their Walmart as they are maybe as they'll they're shopping. Maybe they'll love it. They'll love it. They'll I mean, to, yeah, maybe. or they'll hate it. Because... Or they'll hate it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's 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 certainly uh, it's certainly interesting um, to to see them doing that. And I, I do think it's 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 interesting. I mean, obviously, they're not they're not probably tar- unless it's potentially cheaper. They're probably not going to be able to find go after people who already have their own pets vet more than likely but you know for it depending on the price it might actually be i mean it's walmart so there's a chance it'll actually be cheaper right and it's definitely more convenient mm-hmm. um 
So I think all around, uh, it's really interesting. Just one final thing I wanted to talk about that Anna Hensel mentions in her DigiDay piece, just because I think it's really interesting. Um, Petco um, has been trying to diversify its portfolio, more or less, um, by adding some different services to the stores. So the company's opening an exhibition kitchen in one of its New York City stores as part of a partnership with DTC brand Just Food for Dogs. The brand markets its products as, a human, grade, as human grade food for dogs, and the kitchen within Petco store will make fresh pet food daily. Uh, they're also uh, piloting two higher-end stores in San Diego called Pet Coach, which place a greater emphasis on pet services, including grooming, training, veterinary care, nutrition consultants, daycare, mobile vet house calls, and dog walking. Um, I just think these are interesting. I mean, I, I, I don't, I couldn't, I could not see um, every Petco store having fresh pet food made daily. Obviously, that's you know, more of a, an interesting, cool kind of, kind of thing that they're doing there. Um, but it certainly, uh, it certainly does appeal to the, uh, the natural, more organic, uh, pet food style. So I, I get why they're doing that. Would you eat, uh, naturally <laughs> made food, uh, pet food every day, Josh? Are, are we, are, can we eat, the, can we eat it? I mean, I'm assuming it's just going to be like, like a bur- Fresh like chicken. And so it'd be vegetables. like yeah, like a burger, but for dogs. I don't. Or, I, well, there might not be bun in there, but probably. Right. I mean, if it's edible and like, mm-hmm. if it's edible for a human to eat, eat you will eat no, it for a, a normal person to eat. Because like, if it's if it's like wet dog food, mm-hmm. like. A very, very, very large percentage does not eat the wet dog food as, as an owner. But if this yes, is... <laughs> I would hope most owners aren't eating uh, but wet if, dog food. But if it's if it's perfectly fine to eat mm-hmm. this fresh pet food made daily, mm-hmm. maybe I would try it. All right, all right. So all right. I, <laughs> it's a it's a very interesting question. I, I can't. Not I mean, expecting. I uh, I I've seen some different some different fresh pet food things. I. Um, I don't remember where I saw it, but they, ba- I mean, they basically made human food that that are okay eat. for pets. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, you could eat it. Um, I then, just, yeah, then yes, yeah. I would. You I would, would eat it. I would eat Josh it with, will eat I will dog. eat it with my pet. We'll Aww, have a meal that's together. Cute. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would eat it, but if it's possible to eat, I certainly wouldn't put it past myself. Um, though let's let I don't want to go on the, the record as saying <laughs> I will, I will eat the fresh dog food. I don't know about that. Um, but it's certainly interesting. At the end of the day, I mean, people people want to do the best for their pets um, within reason. And if somebody's reason is being able to make fresh pet food for their, their dog or cat, or if maybe they have to for a dietary allergy reason, then more power to them. Um, hopefully that, uh, that works out for them. Uh, so that's all for today's episode of The Buyer's Journey. Check us out on Comexis.com, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Buyers underscore Journey. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, 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 oh,